I watched that film last week about with Tim Robbins in it and Morgan Freeman about the guy who escapes from prison. The Shawshank Redemption. Thank you. I watched The Shawshank Redemption. And there's a moment in the film when Tim Robbins' character, Dufresne, says to the warden um, that's so obtuse... He uses the word obtuse. He ends up he ends up having, as a result of being of calling the warden obtuse, he ends up spending two months in solitary confinement. And today I learned that um, one member of my family has been sending emails from an address that doesn't receive incoming emails. So I've been responding to these emails for a year, or maybe not quite a year, and wondering why I never heard back. And it just occurred to me that that's quite an obtuse thing to do. This is a podcast in which two friends talk about the pleasures, absurdities, and imperfections of being human. I'm Simon Ellis. And I'm Lee Miller. Welcome to Midlifing. Okay, there's a, there's a, there's a lot that I have to try and work out here. <laughs> Did this family member know that their email address could not receive? Yes. Okay, I'm going to say that's not obtuse, and I don't know who the uh, family member is, and I don't want to pry, but that sounds pathological. It doesn't sound obtuse. <laughs> well, it turns out that um, we, or I, meaning the rest mm. of the family, crossed a line. Oh. And um, by that, Thanks. yeah, that line being crossed meant that uh, this family member decided to change the settings on their email so as to not receive incoming messages. Same family member complaining to friends of friends of us saying they never respond. <laughs> I just don't, it's just happening now and I cannot not. It's my heart's just going, what the? Yeah. Anyway, so this is a long, this is a very short, and I'm not sure how much you can keep of this. It's fine if you do, but uh, this is a very uh, brief introduction into why, oh, why do we have the concept of estates? It should all go back. It should all go back to the community, to the government. It's outrageous that inheritance exists. And so I'd like to hear your thoughts on that. I'm so, I'm, I cannot tell you how I'm so het up. <laughs> Such a strange word. <laughs> it, het, het up is a very strange word, isn't it? Heated? <laughs> yeah. I, is, Hotted? Is, 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 is het up just short for heated? I'm sure it isn't. I'm sure, I'm sure it has its own meaning, but I do like the idea that it's just like, <laughs> it's the past tense of heated, uh. but which heated is also the past tense of heated. What? I'm so confused. I heated a room. I het a room. What? It doesn't sound so right, doesn't it? That room was very het up. Was well hit. It was well if hit. You walked, if you walked into a room that was het up, I don't think you'd want to stay. <laughs> okie cokey. Um, okie cokey. Right. I'm just thinking about this. About how to convince you of something that I'm not convinced about. How do you... I mean, there's... Oh... It feels like it feels like I'm going to get halfway through a sentence for the next half an hour and then just go, "Okay, thanks, bye." <laughs> it doesn't. Um, well, I mean, I guess you know. So one thing is to go. Well, okay. So what 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 quantity of money from an estate from your dead parents is worth the the stress and the mess? 
of trying to understand. Like, I just don't. It's really. And then so there's another part of me which goes, well, I could just, I'm going to get a certain amount of money from mum's estate, you know, however, however long after she's dead. And um, I could just give that money away. <laughs> I think there is a complexity in your life that I cannot understand. Because it's important to remember that I'm an only child. Yes. So there is um, there's a lack of anxiety around what is left to me. Because the decisions that my parents make in their will will either be entirely... <laughs> Well, yeah, it's either it will entirely be in my favour, as in I'll get everything, or it will be my job to apportion things out to the people that have um, cared about them and looked after them during their lives. And in either direction, I'm kind of fine with that. Mm. It will be unlikely that I'll rock up to the reading of the will, which won't be a reading, (laughs) because it won't work like that. I'll look at the will. Wouldn't that be great if that were the case, though? You would turn up and... (laughs) Just like in the movies. (laughs) You can't handle the truth. Exactly. (laughs) Oh, no, different movie. (laughs) Different movie. But I know full well that the will is in a a red biscuit box in the (laughs) garage. (laughs) And it's not like I haven't been shown it on multiple occasions. I love that your mother, I'm assuming your mother, put it in a biscuit box. Of course. Of course. Yeah. And told me where it is. Um, (laughs) And showed it me and went through it in fine detail. It's unlikely that I'm going to open up the will and suddenly it's going to go, and the house is going <laughs> to... To Simon Ellis. <laughs> <laughs> Who refuses it on moral grounds. <laughs> so I, I think I probably haven't had to think of it in, that, in, in those terms. And I'm also going to say, I think there is something about being the son of a factory worker and a butcher that makes my relationship to inherited wealth slightly different because we're not talking about generational wealth here in the sense of that this is not... Ah, so you think there could be... generation after generation ah. after generation after generation. What we are talking about is my parents yeah. literally working Bootstraps. for everything they had and they were able to do that. And we, I think we've had this conversation before that the they were born in a time where you could work your way out of poverty yeah. Yeah. to a certain degree. And I recognise that that is because of where they were in history, but also where they were in the in the world. I know that I was just watching a video of Martin Luther King the other day, you know, talking about the idea that uh, the white peasants versus the black peasants in the language he used in, in the interview that he had mm. um, um, were, were, were differently treated, that the white peasants from Europe were given land um, in in um, in in America, in the, in the United States, whatever, yeah. because they chose to go there, whereas the, the African peasants, the black peasants, hadn't chosen to go there and they weren't given any land. So there was a sense that, you know, there's 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 two radically different um, practices in play for people of the same generation. Mm. I like that you were re- watching a Martin Luther King documentary and I was watching The Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> I understand that i'm now reflecting upon you know practices that are you know wildly different around the world but still my parents factory worker butcher my dad came from a a a council flat a two-bedroom council flat with five kids in blackpool there was no sense that he was inheriting anything gotcha i think my relationship to inherited wealth 
is very it's a very thin pattern of of um of comfort do you think so are you suggesting that there should be you get a one generation rule and then after that i mean it doesn't really work no no i don't think i'm saying that i think what i'm saying is that i feel (laughs) i feel very attacked right now (laughs) you say attacked I'm joking. <laughs> I'm totally joking. I don't, if, I mean if there's anything that... in my tone of voice, it's because I'm... No, no, I'm, no, 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 no. I'm, um... I'm so teasing you, Simon. I'm yeah, teasing. But, but just so what you know, that, just is... so that you're, yeah, you're getting no, any no, sense no. of that, it's... it's uh, I'm really not. I'm just I'm really so, I'm so I'm shocked. Really I'm so shocked. No, no, no. I'm basically no, in I... shock. Right now. Yeah. No, I understand. Well, I'm, 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 I'm joking when I say I'm feeling really attached because what I mean is that <laughs> I might espouse a particular socialist perspective in a variety of things that I say, but you try and take my inheritance off me and I'll cut you off at the knees <laughs> because <laughs> I am not very far away generationally from relative poverty. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, fr- it's on though. It's fresh. It, it's fresh. Yeah. But you, I, I always worry that, you know, that I think this is, that's quite a middle-class thing to do. Um, and I, I'm not going to, I'm careful. I don't want to, don't want to accuse you of something, but I'm aware that I hear that a lot. And I think I say that I, I've also said it myself, which is that you and I are, are very well off. I mean, we're, we're total one percenters and that it doesn't take much to be a one percenter. Like it's a surprising how low that value is. I can look it up. I can't remember off the top of my head, but you don't, your income doesn't have to be outrageous before you hit top, hit one percent on, on world scale. Right. It's it's really really low because there are so many yeah. people in the world who are on nothing basically. Absolutely, and and I guess I hear that you know because I can also say well my father's father's my father's father was a boilermaker. They immigrated from Scotland and they were they were they had nothing. My mother's side definitely more money on my mother's side, but I can't tell you that. And so there's something about the way in which we, um, and I'll just say the middle class uh, tend to hang on to those stories of. Um, of how do I say of of lower classness or of of poverty, and I wonder what you think about. It. I'm not trying to be too provocative, but I'm I'm yeah, I mean it as a genuine kind of. No, I don't disagree. I don't disagree in the slightest. I'm I'm not going to make any claims as a man with a PhD in two houses that I am working class. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm I'm not I'm not claiming that. But what I can say is that having if we if we understand the the larkin idea that you know your parents fuck you up if if we're happy to accept that kind of that <laughs> psychological truth <laughs> it's difficult to pretend that i haven't been cooked in the broth of privation yeah which is not the same as me having not had things oh that's great i'm raised by people who so my mum will talk about her mum going without food in order to make sure that her kids were yeah, fed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was a single parent yeah. post-war. Yeah, it's it's real. It's not an abstraction. Yeah, exactly. In a time when the welfare state didn't exist in the way that we understand it now, but there was only one income coming into the home. And she was a woman, so she was being paid less. Um, but, but nevertheless, there were points in, in her life where she went without food in, in order to make sure that her kids were fed. It's... That idea of being in the 1%, that idea of being avowedly middle class, that idea of being really privileged, all stuff that I understand, my lived experience is that. Also, I have been indoctrinated with certain narratives, which is you don't rent, you buy. Mm. 
that's a, that's something that my parents yeah, kind of inculcated into me from the, the youngest age. Rent is dead money. You need to put your money in bricks and mortar. That will never fail you. <laughs> Always save more than you've spent. All of these kinds of, you know, almost yep. catechisms given yep. to me. Hmm. And they're... So, so are they hardwired? I mean, I guess they're close to that. They're they're deep in there. Mm. They're deep in there. So when you ask me when about I come when I come of, for your inheritance, <laughs> yeah, you, you're not really just coming for my inheritance. Oh, you're coming for the stability and the security that my working class parents have. I'm going to say fought for. They've suffered privation that you and I couldn't begin to understand. Mm. We. We didn't. We only had cordial. We didn't have fresh orange juice. <laughs> That's not a very good joke, is it? They're whatabouts. I mean, I, I, They're whatabouts. But what yeah, about? I re- but what about? Because yeah. <laughs> I remember the first time I had what I thought was fresh orange juice, which was is to say stuff that came from a carton that wasn't. You know, wasn't cordial. It was probably called just even... juice or something like that, which is what we had it in, was, in New Zealand. It was called it just was, juice. I had just it was just juice. Yeah, and but it I wasn't had it on holiday. It wasn't. No, it wasn't Let's juice. Be clear. It was yeah. It was just sugar and water. <laughs> and I had that on holiday in Cornwall when I was eight, and I was like, oh my god, this is living. <laughs> but it, that was a holiday treat, and and just to be like, you know, super clear. <laughs> Anyway, uh, so the high I life, think the high life. It's hard for me to answer your question without acknowledging that it 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 does it does something that that sort of prickles me. Yeah, but, in a way that is not my prickle. But can, if, that, if but, that makes sense? But I can't. What I then can't do is, in my heart of hearts, do people still say that. In my heart of hearts, I can't mount an argument in favour of inheritance. I, I cannot. I, 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 it, it, none of it makes sense to me because of the because of the importance of family, and you know, and I've haven't I've haven't I've thought more times than I care to count in the last few years, which is that as that old saying, which is family is for when you're young. Oh wow! It's pretty full on, isn't it? I don't think I've ever heard that saying in my life. Yeah. Doesn't make sense. It makes no sense to me now. No sense. Zero sense. Or another one is. Or another one is. Uh, friends are God's way of apologising for family. I mean, clearly, I'm. You know, again, just for some context is that um, <laughs> I'm very heated up, um, and so it's really hard for me to. I, I'm. I'm. You know, it's basically a conversation on cortisol. And so it's quite, I mean, from that perspective, it's kind of interesting. What's it like to talk to Simon when he's high on cortisol? <laughs> it's really, I, I think it's a really, really, um, it's, it's like it's, it's, burnt, it's burnt the politesse off the question. <laughs> what is, hey, what does that mean? It means it's not a, it's not a question that you've, it's not a question that you have uh, um, shined or softened. refined. Well, or, I was yeah, actually yeah. thinking, no, I was actually thinking softened because it's right. a pretty refined question. It's just very sharp. Right. Okay. It, it goes, <laughs> it goes right there. It's like, oh, that went right between my ribs. Um, <laughs> so I, I think it's. A <laughs> I'm worried really that this might. Interesting... But this, I'm worried that this what it, this is what it might be like to work with me, <laughs> or be a student of mine. <laughs> hmm. 
It's a really interesting question, Simon, and I don't think from a from a conceptual place I can defend it except to say you're talking about having to unring the bell of thousands of years. Mm. And we're not just talking here about capitalism. We're talking about pre-capitalism. Mm-hmm. We're talking about, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're, we're talking about notions of, of, of nobility and peasantry. We've got all of that sense of, we, we've got stuff that goes, you know, goes right back to, um, <laughs> yeah. Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego, you know, the, that whole kind of like lineage of lineage of somebody begat somebody begat yeah. somebody begat somebody yeah. in yeah. the Bible, just to choose one um, foundational uh, creation text. I'm sure there are other versions out there. But that sense that it's this, this person can connect to that person, can connect to that person. And it's about, you know, it's that lineage and hierarchy and who is valued and who is, who is um, abandoned. Mm. And in in a context where we can so easily be abandoned by the wider structures that, you know, well, I'm not even sure that there were structures to hold us, you know, it it kind of makes sense that people have salted away a few gold coins and hid them under the bed. Yeah. For family. And that's what we've got. We've just, we've, we've, yeah, for family to ensure that that thing that I made is not going to starve. But of course, we've gone so far beyond that, and I completely understand the the perspective. Oh, I, do. I mean, because I, you know, if I go back to that thought about, well, what is enough money? What is enough money that would make this worth it? You know, it's I, I, it's quite a high amount in my mind. Where I think, well, I could then, you know, I could, um, I could invest in a bakery. I could uh, do all those things. I wouldn't have to work unless I wanted to, etc. Right? That's and that's not the kind of money we're talking about. Not even close. And yet. How, it's no, in my mind, none of none of it, not a penny of it, or a cent, as it's New Zealand dollars. Um, <clears throat> don't go very far. Um, is worth is worth any of this uh, cortisol? So, <laughs> can, can I ask a question then? Because because you you started with the um, <laughs> with kind of a, a regulatory approach. <laughs> which is like yeah ban it all <laughs> we ban it all it's like okay i get i get how the cortisol might take you to that high level place and then i'm but, yeah but i'm i guess i'm trying to say what yeah i'm trying to like i'm trying to play that oh sorry finish the question i, I think i know what you're it's, it's okay i was i was just trying to to if if the cortisol is so um <laughs> hot what stops you sending the email to the account that can't get a response, which is, dear X, don't factor me into any of this anymore. You can either split it between everybody else, set fire to it, or give it to the cat's home. I'm good. Take care. I really understand that this has been terribly difficult for you. Um, we all have our perspectives, but I'm going to this to the email address a, that doesn't get this is still to the yeah, still to the email address that doesn't um doesn't get, doesn't respond. Um because I it, it's I know that I, I know it's, it's basically it's like But it, it's it's like I the sound of it's the sound of one hand clapping basically, isn't it? But it's also it's a prayer, isn't it? It's a, it's a thing offered into it's a thing offered into the void. Yes. So you yes. can do the scorched it earth. The, it's the sound of a tree falling, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Or you could do but it, but it might have value to you to just to be able to go I understand that you're in pain. 
I understand that that pain is something that you're trying to meet out to everybody else. I just want you to know I don't need to be part of this anymore, sweetheart. You take it. Do with it what you will. I'm done. You, it's all yours now. Take care. What's, what stops you? It's very tempting. The only thing, which I guess is what this conversation is about, is that my tendency... And I think it's why when I hear you describe particular situations, which we've talked about, where where I hear intransigence and my tendency towards intransigence is so strong and that I recognize it in, in, in the various, uh, in the, the kinds of positive aspects, because, you know, you could say, what are principles, if not a version of intransigence? And so there's a part of me which is, thinks, oh, yeah, this is the answer. I'm totally going to send that email into the void and um, let everyone know, I, I'm, because that is super, I, I cannot tell you how delightfully freeing that feels. But the the thing about the intransigence is that there's an aspect of me which is like, no, that's not right. How dare, how dare I feel like I'm effectively, as you, as as we say when we're in these kinds of het up situations, forced into that kind of response. I'm going to hold my ground here, you know that kind of. And so I, yeah, it's this is not right, you know. Even if it's for $4, even if for $4, that's not right. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I come back to the, 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 you know, that, that place where I started from, which is you are asking the worst person in the world. Can we get someone because, on who would be, uh, I mean, who would be better you know, than we you? Could, well, <laughs> we could get Bob because Bob's the eldest of three who is the furthest away from her family in lots of ways. I mean that but geographically because, you know, she, she lives in the southwest, they live in the northwest, they, they remain very, very closely geolocated and also they work together. So there is that sense that, you know, I mean, I know it's not, a, it's not countries away. But she might have a perspective that would be different to mine. I don't know because um, we we haven't really we haven't had that conversation about inheritance across families. Mostly because mostly because the noise that comes from my family is so loud. Because <laughs> my mum will take Bob into the room and go, "Okay, pick the jewelry that you want before I die." Yeah, 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 etc. Mm, so yeah, I'm really sorry that I can't. I can't hold you in this conversation because it's 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 alien to me on two on, on yes. through two lenses. Yeah, yeah. One is that I will never encounter it because honestly, if my parents wrote me out of the will at this point, there would have been a reason for it. There would have been something catastrophic that had happened sure. between now and, you and would, the point of you their death. Probably and I would know go, that. That's a fair yeah, and I would say fair point. Yeah, and the other thing is, as I say, <clears throat> um, gen- generationally, I'm too close to poverty to not see the value of passing something down whilst still seeing the hypocrisy of it. There's a, there's a Maori word, um, matamua is, um, and it kind of means elder, but, um, also, it also means literally firstborn or eldest child and, Makes me think of the, the kind of tremendous weight, and th- that we bestow, either intentionally or culturally, on that person, and that what that sort of carrying, that the firstborn has, whether they like it or not, you know, look after your little brother, all that kind of stuff, which gets 
you know, becomes the air that they breathe. And, um, um, and you know, and as we have talked about it before, you, you get to be both youngest and oldest. And it's a, it's a very peculiar, in fact, it, I guess, single ch children, perhaps not in China, are, um, you know, kind of rare, I would have thought, at least in the West. It's um, it's it's quite interesting when I bump into other only children. That only it's like only it's, children. Sorry, that's the way. That's the yeah. way. We, that's the word we use. Yeah. Single children. It's also uh, it's true. It's not quite there, right, is it? <laughs> well, we are single in the sense that there's in 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 the in yeah. the familial dynamic. But yeah. there is something quite interesting about finding middle-aged only children. I was working with one not mm. long ago, and there is a sense of real um, recognition of the dynamic that is being played out when you are a middle-aged only child. The caring responsibilities that mm. are not shared by anybody else. And, and I know that that can happen also in multi-child households where <clears throat> one person carries the, the burden of, um, of caring for parents. So I know that that's well, it was not asked specific. to carry the burden. Yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. <clears throat> I know it's, it's, it's not specific to being an only child, but an only child doesn't have anybody else. They can't shrug that responsibility. Mm. Yeah, if that if that makes sense, and uh, but no, also, that's right. but also, I think there is um, we have different we have a different relationship with our parents yeah. because they're they're part of a little gang, yeah, which yeah, is different yeah. because it's and the the anxieties, the tensions, and all of those sorts of things are not defrayed by bumping into another body that you can. I could never walk into a room and say to somebody else, "Oh my god, they're doing my fucking nut in," because there was <laughs> nobody to say that to, <laughs> and you can't say to your dad, "My mum's doing my fucking nut in," because your dad goes. That's my wife you're talking 